0: Welcome back into the Esports Network podcast, right here on, of course, the Esports Network, where we talk about all things related to, you know, competitive gaming, whether that's your if you're losing, whether you're winning championships. And who the hell who who better to help me talk about winning championships than the head coach and GM of the twenty twenty CDL Champs themselves, Dallas Empire? Please welcome in Raymond Lucier, aka Rambo Ray. What's going on, Rambo?
1: What's up man? I appreciate you getting my last name right. That's not that's a rare feat in the in the, in the world that we know these days. Everyone's like, Lucier, but well, you got it right. I appreciate it. Hey man, I am so work to be on Kevin.
0: I work hard, man. I work hard to get get these last names right. Lucier, I don't care who it is. It, you know, yeah. plus it rhymes like Raymond Lucier. It's a nice yeah, little yeah. little rhythm to it, but you're a decorated ex Call of Duty player. Now you're the head coach and GM for the Dallas Empire again, the 2020 CDL champs. I mean, I know that's kind of that's kind of like in the past, right? But it, it still feels good to have that label. What nine months later, I want to say.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that, that's going to be for Whitney and for Empire and the players forever. Um, it's it's obviously a cool feat that we got to accomplish. Uh, we're not really thinking about much nowadays. We're really trying to focus down and trying to find a way to repeat this year, as much as uh, we're now getting into a place where we can start progressing towards that goal. But uh, but yeah, no, it's exciting.
0: And uh, so obviously this past season uh, hasn't gone off to the best of starts for you guys. How, how tough has this season been so far for your team and from your, from your end of things? Did it feel like everyone was gunning for you guys from the start? Like you got, you guys had a, a target on your back.
1: I mean, based on our success earlier in the season, like we were, we were definitely a team to beat. Like a month before the season actually started, and probably the first few weeks of the season, so um, we were definitely kind of at a point where we were playing very well. Um, things started crumbling for us a little bit after that. Uh, obviously, if we're comparing the season last year to this year, it's not too different. I think it's just the, the difficulties and the adversities we're facing are coming at a different point in the year. We faced the adversity very early last year, and once we kind of got the ball rolling after that LA event win. Um, things were pretty, pretty steady from that point on. Like our progression was was incremental. We had a few kind of step backs, but not very many. Obviously, nothing like this year. Um, and that's kind of the biggest difference I would I would say for the from the season standpoint.
0: Right. So you still placed a top three so far in terms of the overall season standings. I mean, but just how tough um, like was that stage three for you guys? Just not even um, you know talking about the, the 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 drama. Just in terms of uh, play style, you had teams like Toronto really ramping up their their kind of performances over the course of that stage. How tough was this past stage for you guys?
1: I mean it's it's always difficult to go into a stage with a new player and also changing one of your main players' roles to an SM from an AR to an SMG, um with that being Illy. Like it's just there was a lot of kind of pieces to move around and try to mold into into something that we were happy and had a chance to kind of compete highest level with. Um I felt we did a pretty good job at it in practice. We just couldn't really transfer it into matches. Um and that's just kind of the reality of the fact that it's it's not easy to make team changes in the middle of a stage or even in the middle of a season. Um, it, it just to a point where we felt like it was ne- necessary for us to try and have a chance to achieve our goals, and that is again, I've said this twenty times this year. I'll say it a hundred more times. Our goal is to win champs, and and we're gonna do whatever we can to
0: get to that point. And so a big a big reason behind you guys winning champs last season was the the onslaught from Shotzi, the twenty twenty MVP. I'm watching him this season. I'm thinking, is is he? even better than he was last season. Uh, and it, it's hard to really fathom that, but what do you, what have you seen from him this season that has led you to believe that you think, is he better than the, the, than last season?
1: Listen, man, like players like that only get better over time. I mean, he's still <laughs> super young. Like last year, like obviously he had a rough start to the year, but he was kind of new to the scene and just had a had a lot of basic understandings to kind of learn and grasp before he was able to kind of do the MVP things he did later in the season. Um, and this year is no different. Like, it's a new game. It's a it's a very different style of Call of Duty than it was last year. It's a lot more methodical, a lot more strategic, um, and that comes with with new kind of small things you have to learn as a player and new understandings you really have to kind of come out and 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 uh, and kind of like get better at. So, so far this year, he's obviously done a really good job of that. Um, I'd say like. Uh, I mean, if if there's anything really good that came out of stage three is the fact that Shotzi's became incredibly better uh, individually and his understanding of what he needs to accomplish on the map has has grown to an immense state to where if we can have the rest of the team kind of catch up and get to where we need to be in that same light, I feel like we're going to definitely be a threat coming uh, at champs this year.
0: Now, is there... Any uh any worry that Shotzi might make the move to Halo or or like maybe try and double dip with Halo and Call of Duty or is that something you guys haven't really thought about yet? I know. Uh, it- hell no, no <laughs> chance. <laughs> no, he's
1: never leaving me. Wherever he goes, I no, I'm just kidding, but no, I, I mean I think he's super invested in the COD right now. Um, like I'm not saying never. I'm not going to speak for him. That's probably more a question for him. But like we're very invested into him as a player with the Empire organization and and we want to see him succeed. And we're like we're I mean he's like you said he was the MVP last year, so. It's it's hard to look at a player like that and, and see your team without. So I'm just not going to do that.
0: So um, excuse you for even bringing it up. No, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> that's, that's my mistake. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to make sure my local Dallas area team is keeping their MVP in check right now. You know, you <laughs> but obviously, uh, stage three, we, the decision to move on from Hook was a tough one. I imagine you know Philo Fili- taking his place for that remainder of the stage, and then he moves back into that re- reserve role. But now you've added Vivid. Um, what in your opinion does Vivid bring to this team now uh going into stage four?
1: You know, like it, it's it's I think it's a big pace change for us. Vivid's a very aggressive player. He's it's kind of funny. Like I, I mean I haven't we haven't gotten a chance to work with him that much. Obviously it's been a few days uh since the change and whatnot and everything got finalized so we we're able to play with him. Um, but it was—it was—it's it was, very interesting. Like I kind of—I've always, obviously, I've watched his gameplay some before we made the move to make sure that I felt like it was going to be a right fit. But just watching him firsthand has been very, very eye-opening to how you can be in a position to always make a play happen without being overly aggressive. And I feel like that's a huge, huge aspect that's going to help us later this year. Um, he seems like a very intellectual, intellectual player, very smart, very good communicator—all uh, things that we've been, we've been in need of. Uh, from from a player like himself so and he's he seems like a very strong search player which is i can't express how important it is to be good at search this year and that's something that we've been lacking recently um, and having a player like himself who's, again, good at communicating, good situationally, and have a, has a good understanding of how to react to what's going on on the map, um, this year is is an incredibly useful skill to have. And again, because of search is so important, like like comes champs time, come champs time, if you're in the finals, if you can't win a search game, you're not winning the finals, period. I right. mean, there's just four search maps in the best of nine, so you have to be good at search. And that's something that, that we want to get to, and I feel like he's going to definitely help us on that.
0: And so from my understanding, Vivid was on loan from L.A. Gorillas to to a pickup team. He was dropped. And then the same day you guys picked him up. Was this the plan all along or was it just kind of like a very fortunate situation for the Empire? Like, oh, wait, L.A. just dropped him. Let's pick him up. He was on our radar anyways. Let's see if we can get him now.
1: I'm going to be completely honest. I had no idea that happened. <laughs> 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 we were like, we, we started talking to Leg, and that actually was never noted or stated. I don't know exactly how that loan worked of any kind. Um like I, I honestly have no idea so I can't really give you specifics on that that was never <laughs> our intentions we went after him
0: and we got him and that's all I know <laughs> <laughs> hey worked out worked out great for you guys and so I mean here's here's the thought that I just had so Fila moving back in that reserve role are you no longer uh, a sub the oldest sub in the Call of Duty League are you still yeah you know I was
1: Jackie Moon there for a minute like I'm, I'm actually kind of pissed <laughs> off that you didn't introduce me as head coach GMN substitute of the Dallas Empire but nah, uh, my two week contract ran out the team was Fila felt it was in the best of direction. <laughs> um, as a GM, I had to call myself out. You know, I wasn't putting the time required to compete at the highest level. And, uh, you know, I just had to let myself go on the playing front. So oh, um, I'm just
0: going to resume my, my duties as coach and GM. And uh, put my focus on that, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I was gonna introduce this Jackie Moon when I had this written up last week, but I was like, ah, oh, he's he's no longer Jackie Moon. I can't I I can't justify <laughs> I it. I could have signed myself to a contract just for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken it. He's he's Jackie Moon for the next ten minutes. We'll put him on. Is that? But I, it's just uh, I will say it's, it's a very funny little thing to see that happen when, when you know coaches and GMs put themselves down as as uh, as substitutes. And I mean, oldest player uh, as a sub in Call of Duty. League, that's that's something you can hang okay. your hat on. Besides with with that uh, twenty twenty. CDL champ ring, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to have a little sign put up right, right, atop, right above the ring in my little trophy case
0: is like, oh, this player ever to play in C- or not to, to be in the CDL. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously stage four starting up this weekend let's get down to brass tacks you got london toronto those are the main targets for this weekend how busy have these practices been for you in preparation for this i know you're you're trying to get vivid up to speed trying to get the team you know kind of cohesive for this weekend how nutty have these practices been for you
1: yeah you know it's, it's always interesting when you pick up a new player and like like it's always different like as someone was asking me yesterday like how different or If a situation that we had with Fellow coming in is any different than with Vivid, and how, like, what do we learn from that? Like, it's the situations are so different that you can't really, like, you have to treat every scenario with its own kind of grain of salt. Um, Vivid comes in in a position where Illy kind of goes back to the R roll. So it's more so just kind of having him understand, like, our call outs, our kind of way of going about things, our, our rules on the map, our strategies. And and hopefully we can do that quickly. And so far so good to be honest. Like I feel like we've we've made a lot of wavelength where like there are two days of practice we've had so far because no one really got the practice because of the All Star weekend uh, this weekend and we picked them up Friday night. So um, so yeah, no, I mean it's it's exciting, dude. Like like obviously Toronto's gonna be a tough team to beat. London's kinda going through changes as well, so that's probably a little more even Stevens in terms of like where we are as teams. Um, but we're looking to come out hot and and just showcase what we can and can not do, and we're gonna learn from whatever we can do. Obviously, that's kind of the basis right now. Is it's good that we did it where we did it. I like as a GM, like reflecting. I just wish we would have kind of went about these things a little earlier in the season so that we didn't just have two stages. Uh, but the good news for us is that like things are looking up for land, um, mm-hmm. and we didn't really miss any of that action with Vivid. Like it's like our teams kind of be molded for that experience and. And if things go to if teams if things pan out, we're gonna have land events for the rest of the season in terms of the big tournaments. So, um, whatever we've like whatever teams know and think they do online may not necessarily work on land. So, that gives us kind of a better uh, a better chance to kind of catch up quickly because of the fact that there's gonna be new learnings to be had when it comes to land
0: and so i mean you, you brought it up already land is going to be the first time for the stage four major first time really in CDL history once, once you think about it i personally no, we had three we had three lines oh, yeah, oh, sorry i'm so sorry I, oh this yeah, you're good. outline I, I'm is wrong catch you. how I'm dare, catch you. dare i you. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, covid <laughs> happened i just throw me all, all <laughs> yeah, of whack no, you know right. it seems like an eternity I, it I agree does man uh, offline has been just just it's been a, it's been a, a chore you know that's all i'll say but uh first time this season how excited are you personally for that opportunity to see like land coming back and really CDL getting back to its roots in terms of, uh, offline events?
1: Yeah, man, it's awesome. Like, especially as, as a person who's competed in, a, in the league hardware, not the league, I guess the league wasn't there when I played, but in, in the environment of COD competitive for six years, like land is just the best thing there is to get the even Steven competitive ground. Like, like we've talked about competitive integrity and the league, not saying the, the league has done a great job of trying to make, online as fair as possible but there's always kind of issues that go on um like like you can't control the environment that well and it, when it comes to land even like even though it sounds like they may not be fans because of the fact that obviously COVID's still kind of going on and there's a lot of kind of uh scare scary reasons of not to have fans it's still going to be the awesome environment of the fact that you're not playing in your own space anymore like you don't have that pure comfort of your little room you have to be next to your teammates. You have to be next to your opponents. You're in an environment that's just even. That's even as competitive. Uh, that has the competitive integrity as as best as possible. So I'm I'm excited to see how the players on my team translate, how the players on your team translate, how the game translate, because the game's always playing a little different online, regardless of how we've gotten like like these these better servers and and these things. That, like the internet doesn't take away from the fact that there are still uh, exploitable uh, facets of the game that you typically can exploit on land. The game becomes a little more positional based even though it has been this year, I feel like there's a lot of kind of teams who who may have advantage in some server matches. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to see how how that kind of transpires
0: uh, when it comes to land. For sure, for sure, man, I'm, I'm I'm pumped about it. But also, give yourself some credit. You played on some pretty hefty teams in the day, you know, COD champs 2014, MLG tournaments like crazy. Come on, you played on, yeah, on some big, big, uh, you know, offline circuits. So I think I think uh, excitement is an understatement from you. But honestly, moving back towards this this team, um, just just what does this team bring that gives you conf- confidence in uh, that they can bounce back from stage three, moving on to stage four? What do they like show you? Like, oh, man, once Shotzi pops off here, you know, Krim can kind of do the call outs here and then Illy just holds it down there. Like, what exactly does each player kind of bring confidence to you?
1: Without saying too much, dude, like, it's just a matter of we're hungry. Like, mm-hmm. like we were hungry last year. I felt like we were like, I, obviously, I started late last season in March, which was like four or five months after the game came out. I started like literally right before we won on the first event and like things, things for us weren't as good as they were towards the end of the year when I first came in. Um, but like, like this year, we've kind of been through some kind of hoops that were kind of like, not, I'm going to say awkward because of the fact that it's just like something that I don't think any of us are really used to going through. Mm-hmm. Um, it was some kind of weird stages of our season and, and just emotionally, it was kind of like wrecking. Um, and it's, I feel like it's like the first time, like in a long time that this team has seen kind of the light at the end of the tunnel with vivid coming in. And I feel like everyone's kind of in a good place emotionally, mentally and like now we're just all really hungry all willing to put the time and the extra hours into to to try and get to where we want to be and that's that's an incredible feeling as a team like when you start really when your team really starts feeling as a team that's when things typically start going well for you so now it's just a matter of us putting the work in and putting things in fruition and again like having every player uh kind of show up individually and and putting the time in on their own time and really going the extra lane to get better on their own on their own time as well is going to be a really kind of key for us to get things done quickly and hopefully get to a place where we want to be as fast as possible.
0: And so when you're preparing for these, these upcoming uh, stages and these majors, what team uh, kind of scares you the most? Is it Atlanta? Is it New York? Is it, you know, some, some up and comer like, like optic, (laughs) but what teams kind of give you that, that pause and like, well, we have to kind of rethink how we go up against these guys.
1: Well, first off, we're not scared to play anyone. I think that's, that's, if you were scared to play anyone, you won't, you don't belong in this league. Even, even with our substitute player, like when we brought Fellow in and even with the roster changes, we were still looking to win every single match. Like it was our last. Like that's never a mentality we have. Obviously, like if you look, like we're we're in a position where we're trying to learn from whatever other teams are doing, and we're trying to get better at our own craft. Um, and if obviously it's kind of obvious, I know which teams we're looking at in terms of like which ones are the strongest right now um, in the recent major, and that's kind of where we're we're going to be looking to beat. Like we want to like as a competitor you want to beat the best teams at their best and i feel like there's a lot of good teams that are playing very well right now so uh we have nothing to lose and everything to gain out of this
0: so obviously you're scared of Seattle surge i'm just saying right that's it that's the team that's the team to be scared of <laughs>
1: i mean they're going through their own issues i guess <laughs>
0: that's for another podcast episode but uh obviously uh stage 4 coming up um I, I mean I wish you the best of luck personally because I I, I want to see some some crazy games coming out of out of this weekend and really I want to see Vivid and, and and as always Shotzi pop off because that's those are two guys I want I want to keep my eye on this weekend. But I know you also have your fun times, right? You play some Warzone. And I know you just heard this news, Rambo, the the movie character coming into Warzone. How your namesake that. coming in. I mean, come on, how often do you really play Warzone though? Are you ever gonna pick up I- uh, uh, a Rambo character? I'll be completely honest. I've already bought the
1: character for the just the Cold War game because I play a lot. I've been playing a lot of rank play with with my friends recently. Um, I haven't played Warzone in quite some time. I'm looking to get back into it. Um, I just me and me and to be honest, are are really good friends for a few weeks to a few months. And I actually <laughs> played Warzone probably for the majority of like three or four months. But once I feel like the meta is kind of stale, I, I, the games typically get away from me, and I just don't enjoy them as much anymore. So. I typically kind of go on and play other stuff, but I'm looking to get back in. I've seen, I've heard a lot of good things about where the meta is right now. And where's on. I'm probably going to try and get All back right. and play with my buddies. Cause I have a lot of friends who are kind of bugging me to play. So I, and mean, I have no should. reason to, like you said, the Rambo character now, so I can just be Rambo as
0: Rambo. It's pretty dope. I need you to stream with like the Rambo headband, like the, 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 the <laughs> mud on the face, <laughs> The whole experience. the whole experience <laughs> in character Rambo. Ran, like this is make it all rambo inception for everybody like this is the weirdest stream we'll, we'll ever see but as always we wish you good luck coming into stage four uh if you ever get a chance to to, to hit me up on some Warzone games game and carry me i'd be i would love that but no i'm not gonna i'm not I'm gonna, sure I'm not gonna put dude. that on you i'm not gonna put that on you I, I'm,
1: I'm cool bro <laughs> I, like, I like playing people that are that are fun to play with so you sound like a fun dude so i'm down
0: oh i sound like a fun dude you sound like my, my wife when we started dating you sound like a fun dude <laughs> uh, that, you don't want to be hearing that from a lady but from a dude it's okay <laughs> fair enough fair enough so as always you can catch the empire on the call of duty league stage for uh their groups they just kick off this week official call of duty youtube channel go check them out there follow rambo at rambo ray on twitter as well as the empire at dallas empire and uh i mean What else can I say? This is Jackie Moon over here, a.k.a. Rambo Ray, head coach, GM of the Dallas Empire. And I'm just Kevin Correa right here on the Esports Network podcast.